1: to a podcast do not be alarmed
0: it doesn't get more podcasty than this
1: Hello and welcome to The Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many ideas as we like, but only one can be taken to the next stage, where it'll be the basis of a challenge on the next series of The Apprentice. I'm Joel a man who puts the ape in paper, and across from me is John Harris, a man who once auditioned for The Apprentice but didn't make it past the first round of auditioning in which he had to sell water to several people who had been stranded in the desert for six days
0: nah you don't want this one honestly <laughs> it's too expensive
1: yeah I don't have this I nah. have this there'll be probably another drink along in a bit yeah. don't I, I'm sorry to bother you sorry <laughs> about you no it help <laughs> you don't want to do you that's why this one this you're one. fired film pictures what is that what we're it. here for is that what we're here for this one comes from James
0: and I think James is uh, kind of a bit biased in this one James and the giant princess peach
1: okay good good we've both been playing Mario it's, a lot guys if you're not playing Mario then whatever you're doing is not as good <laughs> isn't that fair Joel's review of Mario is is better than anything if you were to say Joel you can spend an hour doing anything in the world yeah. I'd be like teleport me home I want to load up Mario <laughs> it's so good what if the other option was that you could actually be in the universe that Mario is in no I worry because I'm quite tall so I'd be Waluigi <laughs> I don't want that It wants to be Waluigi well, uh... I saw someone the other day saying that their go to Mario Kart character is Waluigi would you trust someone if you invited someone into your home, like into the sanctity of your own home, just to hang out? You know, have some dinner, play, have some beers, play Mario Kart, and then they picked Waluigi as their go. I character. would
0: say if you picked any of the bad characters, like sorry, baddest and villainous, not something bad. Fundamentally in... wrong with them. Yeah,
1: yeah, and they're not good to players either. No, I know Wario's knees are up by his ears. <laughs> it's embarrassing for him. So. In answer to your question, no, I wouldn't be in the Mario universe because I'm tall. I'd be cast as one of the tall characters. There's only one tall character, and he is a pervert. So in James and the Giant Peach by
0: Roald Dahl, Mm -hmm. he goes into a hollowed-out massive peach and talks to... Yeah,
1: but we're not going to go into a massive hollowed-out princess peach. It's going to be a toad, isn't it? It's going to be like a mushroom, sorry. Ah, yes. It's going to be a giant mushroom hollowed out. Um, Bowser's built it, uh, it, and he's like... It looks like sort of a some sort of fun place to go. Peach goes in, gets kidnapped. Would you believe it?
0: Or James goes into the toad. Because it's called James and the Giant Princess Peach, but what it actually turns out is James is miniature. So to him, he goes into a toad, yeah, does yeah, all the adventures. Yeah. But also, Peach would be, relatively speaking, giant.
1: Yeah. There we go. Clever. That's it. It works.
0: A lovely childhood story from the greatest author around, James and the Giant Princess Peach. Have you got one? Actually, John, I'm going to scare you off the bat
1: here. I'm going to give you something difficult to do from the off, right? This one, it seems on the surface just a simple pun. Yeah. But there's actually more to this request from Martin, right? Okay. So the film is John in 60 seconds. (laughs) Oh. But what Martin wants to hear... Yeah. And we'll start a timer, all right? We're going to start a timer. Um, You didn't start the timer. What Martin wants to hear, John, is your life story in 60 seconds starting now
0: in West Philadelphia
1: born and raised
0: now uh, this is going to be the worst 60 seconds in podcasting history
1: improvise mate fictionalize it
0: yeah so um, I, th- I, I guess the first thing I remember was uh, 15 seconds in not a single memory yet. So. of my brother Me? yeah the fir- I remember the first time I met Joel
1: important got to the good bit already nice cut to the chase <laughs>
0: We were in a uh, an SU, that's what they call a student union, and Joel uh, was observing that the uh, packaging, that the food came in, sounded like it was rude. I can't remember what it was, but it it sounded like the F word, I believe. Uh, and that's, that's pretty much the highlight of my life up until this point. And Joel's n- purposely not talking, it's really putting me on edge. I don't know if you know, but this isn't really my idea of a good time. So, uh yeah, and then we got, we came to the studio this evening. Uh we've got uh, some delicious Times up mate.
1: So what just happened there, right, <laughs> is for 30 seconds you floundered. I knew yeah. you would. I knew yeah. you would. And then you then you kicked in with some sort of great SU story. Everyone was captivated. They thought this is it. This is the origin of Joel and John. I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> you described something about packaging that no one can remember, not do you even remember? me. Oh. No, I don't remember that. The first time you met me, I was talking about packaging. Yeah. So John, nice to meet you. What do you think of this?
0: Yeah, and we're in an SU uh, and Joe was like, the cafe here, and it was like a fake Starbucks, but it was a Starbucks. It was really odd. Um, oh, I think I do remember like, that, yeah. It was like a German word, but it looked like fucks or something yeah, weird. Yeah, that
1: was great. Yeah. That was great, yeah. No wonder you powered up with me. But <laughs> <You laughs> like, This thought, guy's my <laughs> chum. <laughs> He's my ticket out of here. Yeah. Good, and then you just sort of moved on to being here. So really, the story of your life was meeting in the SU, being here tonight. It's good to know, mate. It's good to know.
0: Yeah. I was, uh, we we're going to get to some really good stuff. Like, I've bought a smoothie to drink after this recording. Nice, so nice. Yeah. So si- well,
1: st- stick around for the sequel. <laughs> stick around for the sequel. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Martin, for making John incredibly uncomfortable.
0: Is there a sequel to Gone in 60 Seconds? No, there will be now. Yeah. John in 60 Seconds, more John, more Jurious. <laughs> <laughs> I go on jury
1: duty. Eh, oh, well, see you next week. <laughs> Give me another one, John.
0: What about this one? The Alien f- film franchise. I don't know how many they're in. We've had, like, Prometheus, which was kind of... We've had... And I don't know if you've noticed, but there's kind of, like, this, like, spiritual, religious allegory kind of running through them all. Mm-hmm. There's, like, this mother-daughter relationship stuff. Why don't we just move out all the allegory stuff... Good. ...and get it for real? This suggestion's from Gemma at Alien Convent. Because the most recent one's Covenant.
1: Nice, I like it.
0: So I, I also I just like the idea of nuns with guns, which is also a film idea for next week. So if nuns with guns isn't already a film, then I'll be really upset.
1: Whoopi Goldberg's back, mate. I'm delighted. <laughs> I'm immediately delighted. Her film career cut short. So they bring back Whoopi Goldberg.
0: So it's a sequel to Alien Sister Act Two and Sister Act. <laughs> yeah, it's a
1: combined <laughs> sequel. Has this ever been done before? Like, two franchises combined for their own sequel because what's happened is that neither studio can drum up the funding but what they can drum up is exactly 50% <laughs> of the funding.
0: This is actually the film. The film is the making of the film.
1: Uh, so it's whichever alien we are and Sister Act 3. Yeah. Back back in the habit.
0: <laughs> back back in the habit. Yeah. No, brackets nuns with guns.
1: Nuns with, yeah, brackets nuns with guns to kill the aliens. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg leading the charge.
0: Okay, I like it. And also, I haven't really got much uh, to be honest with you, Gemma, but I do have the idea that at some point we have a bit where a nun goes to confession, obviously, when you know what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. That's fun.
1: What's on the other side? (laughs) You don't want to spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. I'll I'll see it. I'll see it. I'd I'd hate it if I sat there knowing. Um, That's good, mate. That's good.
0: Yeah. What other other lines could Whippy say? Let's take this to church.
1: In Sorry. space, no one can hear you pray.
0: <laughs> wait, wait a second. We haven't got to... no, 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 no. Wait, so are they astronaut nuns?
1: <laughs> yeah, of course they are.
0: I thought the aliens had come to no, Earth.
1: It, no, international space station. Yep. Next up, international supermarket. Third, international nunnery. <laughs> nuns, the first nuns in space.
0: <laughs> you know, because you've got like the first, you got the first like dog, dog, monkey, like a... man, no. woman.
1: None. None. <laughs> NASA just and there's got to be a great NASA training nuns montage it'd be great and imagine a nun with an astronaut's helmet on but also in the full nun garb underneath two costumes the costume department are going to be loving it they're raking it in no wonder they can't fund this film
0: <laughs> The costume it's department. all costumes
1: <laughs> alright fine I
0: like it what was the next idea you've got Joe uh,
1: this is from Josie now I don't actually have too much knowledge on the, on the film this is based on but I think I know enough so Hannibal Run is what she suggested. <laughs> now I, all I know about the Cannonball Run, yeah, is it's race. like wacky races as a film. Yeah, like it's all about a lot of different teams teaming up. So I reckon this is your big serial killers in a, oh, in a race to freedom. Wackiness, just sheer wackiness, but also really fucking gory at the same time. So what big killers
0: we got? We have got Hannibal. Yep. Are, th- are we talking like horror film guys? So we got you know your
1: cast your mind back to Mike Munster.
0: Yeah. Mike on the Street. Halloween episode, no, episode Jason 11. Jason
1: Voorhees. Yeah, Jason Voorhees. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Other Mike Myers. Both Mike Myers are there. <laughs>
0: They're in, you know, like in Wacky Races, there's like, they have the cars with the two sides and one, yes. like, for slapstick comedy. Yep. Two Mike Myers in one car. Oh,
1: it's too good. Just imagine Austin Powers in the sidecar of that.
0: Imagine the character posters with all these killers It's so good, it's so cars. good.
1: This is the next ensemble movie that needs to happen.
0: <laughs> and who gets them all together? Who's It's Nick Fury.
1: Nick Fury. He gets them
0: all together. So in Cannibal Run, I don't really care about why they they need to be in the place they need to be. What would cause Nick Fury to need a bunch of serial killers to race somewhere?
1: He he he's getting them they're racing to what towards what they think is a ticket out of whichever prison they're in. There's a maximum uh, security right. prison. Um, for the baddest guys in, in fiction, right? Yeah, there is like a lottery system every year where they can win a um, ticket out of there, yeah. and it's like publicly, it's televised. Yeah. Somehow, Nick Fury got the job. You know, <laughs> he quit Marvel and just started organising these sort of death races.
0: <laughs> he like, it was like his CV is just like, yeah, good at getting people together.
1: Exactly. Just yeah, good, yeah, at yeah, yeah. Up. good at getting the band together. <laughs> and they were like, Nick, we need someone to get the band together. He's, like, You've seen my CV. Yeah, we have Nick. <laughs> it's one line long, <laughs> but you know, it's actually all we need. <laughs> Um and so he gets all of these prisoners lined up yeah. and he's like, whoever wins this race is gone. They're out of prison to go and do whatever the ever dastardly deeds they want to do.
0: And it's wacky, but it's also really dangerous. It's I, I guess you like you could call them some sort of a, a suicide squad. <laughs> I guess is what you could
1: The as tagline as well. it's wacky and it's dangerous <laughs> sounds is the great. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> they're there. Are they? Spectators. Because they'd love it. They're not, I'm not saying they're evil enough. No, but you've also got that kind of scope as well.
0: Yeah, I think this might be the most expensive film ever made,
1: and the best because those things directly correlate.
0: Yeah, because they're trying to do a shared monsters universe and they're kind of failing.
1: Like, yeah, they don't know how to do it. And do you know why? They haven't picked no. up the phone to Joel. <laughs> Honestly, imagine that they they they're like we want to do a shared monsters universe. Who should we call? Joel. They yeah. ring me up. I'm like, yeah, actually,
0: have you thought about slapstick? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've watched a few of your movies. Didn't laugh much. (laughs) Some feedback reams of paper just falling down. Two words: Hannibal run.
0: Boop boop boop. You see, these characters were entering and leaving rooms, but none of them were falling over. (laughs) I mean, what were you thinking? Yeah, it was. It was all very scary. And the thing that they're going, they're chasing, is Hannibal, who has escaped from the prison.
1: Nice. Yeah
0: just to make because there's the, the title says Hannibal Run so we need to make the focus yeah, on him good, somehow. Good. Should we should we go for ours?
1: Yeah, all right. We can do that.
0: Uh, Joe, I don't know if you know, but a few years ago they made a film called Avatar. Yeah. And by a, a series of coincidences it became the greatest biggest movie ever made. What what
1: what is James Cameron's trick? I don't know what dossiers does that
0: man have, but it was weird because I I I didn't like lo- love the film, but I do remember being like everyone was like you have to see it in the cinema, you have to see it, and there's not many films where people go I know like film critics will say oh Dunkirk you need to see it in the cinema, but this yeah. was one that everyone was just going oh you need to see it in the yeah, cinema, yeah. so I think that's why it became like the biggest grossing film ever. Yeah, but I don't peer actually... pressure. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, confession, mate. Yeah, I'm the only person on planet Earth that hasn't seen Avatar. Good. Is that good? Nah, it's fine.
0: Uh, I, I'll I'll bring you up today. Basically, the point is, Joel, that we have four more Avatar films to be made. And they're all getting made, whether you, you like sh- it or definitely. not. Definitely. Avatar is 2, 3,
1: 4, five. Change.org.
0: <laughs> so what we're going to do is a real-life documentary about us trying to shut down the production. Nice. No, I want us to, as quick as a fiddle, we're going to have to make the full plots for all four next Avatar oh, films. God. Predict what's going to happen. I'll get you up to date, Joel.
1: Name some of the characters, the blue ones. They're called the Na'vi. Yeah, That's what are the their names? Spe- I don't know. Oh, do you how, want would, to... how are we possibly going to do this? Um, so isn't it a bit the story of Pocahontas? Yeah,
0: so the thing is, it's put po- Pocahontas. So
1: I reckon the next four are just going to copy other Disney movies. Yeah. Avatar, Cinderella. Yeah. Avatar and the, and the seven Avatars. Yeah. No, um... Whatever the main character's called and the seven navvies. Or, alternatively, I found this this app called
0: wheeldecide.com, which is a great pun, yep. it's wheel like as in wheel. Nice, nice. And I've, I've modified it to have different genres.
1: Nice, okay, yeah, so good. It will spin. I'm glad, mate, because I was floundering there. Avatar <laughs> 2
0: will be... It's taken quite a while to spin. Apologies, guys. I, I won't f- spin. An animated film. We've already done that. Disney. Right, Avatar 3. Here we go, here we go, team.
1: Kitchen sink. Gritty kitchen sink.
0: A documentary.
1: Okay. That's right in Cameron's ballpark though, right? Because basically he makes these films Ah, what if Cameron's completely lost the plot, right? And so you know he made Titanic in order to fund a trip to the Titanic. What if he's making avatar because he wants to fund a trip to this fictional planet? (laughs) And no one's and he's too powerful to stop. Shit, we're here. This is great. He's too powerful to stop. And so he's like, he's making avatar because he thinks these blue people exist. And when Sasha Baron Cohen dressed up as one at the Oscars, he thought, he thought that was really a Navi coming to give him a sign.
0: So actually what we're, de- what we're dealing with is a psychological thriller about a man who's on the brink and has decided that the, his own creations are real. Yes. Or did he always think it was real and all he was trying to do is get the propaganda out there?
1: Okay, nice. Yeah, Or maybe is he, he, always he knew crazy? that the Navi would have ne- inevitably come. And so he just wanted to prepare the public for what they look like and stuff, how to assimilate with them.
0: I've got a final a final suggestion, Joel. Maybe James Cameron isn't crazy. And maybe the Navi visited him and we're like, look, we're real. But people aren't ready for this shit. So you need to ease them into the idea of us existing with one film and then 10 years later, four more films. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: That's what they said.
1: Yeah. So what's the fourth film going to be?
0: Uh, the fourth film, this is my favourite one. So just to get Joel in the loop slightly... There's some expensive stuff naturally found on this planet, right? We're talking like rubies. It's, I, I think it's I, I think it's literally called unobtainium. <laughs> and so no, it's not. And so they Do you want me to check?
1: Expensiveium.
0: Yeah. Hard to get getium. <laughs> Unobtain.
1: If it's called that, I'm honestly we've got no hope left. Unobtainium has to be from Futurama or Rick and Morty or something.
0: The term was used in James Cameron's 2009 movie Avatar as a substance that was named in the film's dialogue. Unobtainium in the film, it was mined on the fictional moon Pandora.
1: Right, how can we be expected to make parody nonsense films when stuff like that is happening in actual films?
0: So uh, film four will be a foreign language film.
1: <laughs> it's entirely Navi.
0: No, I think. Uh, so they managed to get rid of the American people mining the stuff and yes. then a French crew come in <laughs>
1: and the whole film's in French. What's unobtainium in French?
0: <laughs> what, like, or Oh, that's
1: better, if anything.
0: pat pat. And um, and it's cool. It's basically the same as the first film yep. for the fourth film. Because people. there's an forgotten. accent on the A's in Avatar. There's an accent on the A's. It's in black and white. Uh, and they smoke cigarettes.
1: <laughs> nice. I'm actually preferring it. <laughs> Although, if it's black and white, the Navi's being blue is kind of pointless. But we already know it by now, we're four films in, everyone knows, everyone knows. I Uh, like that, I like that.
0: Alright, and then finally, film number five, so what, I can't even remember, we've had a Disney animated one.
1: Yep, there was a documentary. There was a documentary. There was the French noir.
0: And finally, we've got horror. What do you think?
1: Horror avatar. Okay, so what's happening to them is already pretty horrific, right, because they're being mined for unobtainium. Yeah. Surely they turn on their French oppressors. Reverse revolution. Guillotine them. (laughs) Yes. There you go.
0: Lovely. And James Cameron, if any of those ideas or anything even close to those ideas appears in the next four Avatar films, you'll be seeing our lawyer, and it's Joe.
1: Yeah, and you'll just be seeing me. (laughs) I don't know how what lawyers do. Normally, people say you'll be hearing from our lawyers, but I'll I'll just sort of come around and like you'll see me a bit.
0: Nice to meet you, James. I was like,
1: can you credit us? Can we come to that planet with you, James? <laughs> can I have a go on your submarine? I take the ideas. Can we have your submarine for a weekend? <laughs> if you had James, James Cameron's submarine for a weekend, what would you do? Uh, Loch Ness. Uh, it's yeah. Got, uh, Loch Ness. It's got to be Loch Ness.
0: If I had James Cameron, Me, you,
1: a multi-pack of Iron Brew. <laughs> and all our listeners. There, and <laughs> every one of you guys. <laughs> just finding the Loch Ness once and for all.
0: If you have got any time, listener... Feel free to... I don't think James Cameron's on Twitter, but feel free to find his email and send him a nice email saying, Hi, I'm a listener to the Dream Factory podcast and we were just wondering if we could borrow one of your submarines for the weekend. Please. Thank you. Uh, That was my idea. Ideas. I'm just saying, you got four for the price of one, Joel. What have you
1: brought? I'm going to struggle to top this. Do you remember in the early 2000s, the God comedies, Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty? Saw both at the cinema, loved one. Won't tell you which, you can guess. (laughs) easy
0: Evan Almighty <laughs> great contrary, it was great mate. It was You're great.
1: A um, so for a while we thought let's just make stories from the bible really fun right yeah and they picked the two of the most fun stories you know Jesus and flooding and the big flood that killed everyone yeah, really good fun right Yeah. yeah, yeah. let's get harrowing is <laughs> is the slogan to this film <laughs> where we go I reckon we need to broaden this out and we need to do look, no one's reading the bible anymore do you read the bible haven't for weeks I haven't read it like today yeah so I'm forgetting it <laughs> how would I consume the bible well I'll tell you how I have consumed the bible in the last 15 years Bruce Almighty Evan Almighty true yeah taught me things I didn't previously know about the bible yeah like that Jesus made boobs big <laughs> and like changed autocues like he was all powerful it was amazing amazing imagine the auto cues in Jerusalem just going all off kilter <laughs> brilliant really good stuff and the, I didn't know that Noah was like a, a real estate agent. Did you? <laughs> so it's mad, really, that he built a boat, aware that all of his real estate was going to be knocked down. But he must have also known the value of that boat would rock when it was the only available property <laughs> on Earth. Clever. Supply and demand. Supply and demand, very clever. So I reckon we pick another one of the biblical stories yeah. and give it the broad mid-2000s comedy treatment. What are you thinking? Seth Rogen, James Franco, Cain <laughs> yeah. and Abel. Okay. Right. So, they're in New York. Yeah. They have...
0: <laughs> I don't know the Cain and Abel story off the top of my head. So,
1: Cain and Abel are two brothers. Yeah. They, have to- they both make a sacrifice to God of some of their produce. Okay. God prefers Abel's sacrifice. Yeah. Classic. Cain murders Abel. <laughs> <laughs> Just pure jealousy.
0: So, I assume Franco is Cain.
1: Why? Wait, who's... Franco and Rogan. You're saying Franco's got more star power than Rogan. That is a big call, mate. Do you not think it's tough? It's tough. Not in the broad 2000s comedy genre. All I'm saying is, is, is if hit.
0: I was if I was a deity being offered things, I think I'd pick Franco's
1: offering. Okay, so essentially, God Morgan Freeman isn't too happy about this. Like, that's not kind of the idea of making a sacrifice to God, right? Yeah, sacrifice your lambs. Yeah, but don't sacrifice each other, your brothers. Yeah. So God, kind of, so what God does is, he doesn't kill Cain. It's not his style. No. He just submits him to a life of wandering. Wait, what? So he just has to wander the earth.
0: Franco, no, sorry. Rogan just has to walk around. Yeah. And hilarity of the family-friendly variety from the mid-noughties ensues.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Because what God does is he puts a mark on Cain that so no one can kill him. So his punishment is he walks forever, he can never die. So he has to live with the fact of what he did to his brother forever.
0: Like, it's, yeah,
1: yeah. It's just a classic setup for comedy. just funny stuff. So, so, in some eyes, Kane is seen as like the originator for all that is greedy and evil and stuff. Okay, world. yeah, yeah. So, Kane is sent out of New York by God to wander aimlessly. Yeah. He wanders to the Nevada desert and he creates Las Vegas. So, <laughs> it, the a timelines are weird. To the, hangover. the timelines are weird. It's a prequel to The Hangover, yeah. I didn't know that. Which is based on another, that's based on The Prodigal Sound, but we'll get to that another yeah. time. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I'll be honest, I've bluffed a lot of my Cain and Abel knowledge there. But tune in next time when we make the story about Samson's hair oh, a mid-naughties comedy. What about the
0: burning bush?
1: Disgusting, mate. <laughs> you know where Rogan would take that, don't you? Oh,
0: I, I don't want to
1: think about it. It would be a classic Rogan Josh.
0: Which... <laughs> is that going to be the last thing, the, the, the lasting memory of this episode?
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's about all we've got time for, John. Thank you very much, as ever. Uh, no worries, mate. Your company's been tolerable. Tolerable. Yeah, at best. Anyway, the reason we don't need to wrap up is because there is a rap at the studio door. And who is it, John?
0: Oh, it's James Cameron and 18 men in suits. oh, And a submarine! Yay! Yay! <laughs> Thank you, James! <clears throat> I don't, like, we've, we've been through this before. Like, we've been through a lot, mate. <laughs> the Rock is our spirit animal. However, yep. Asterix, we haven't seen any Fast and Furious films.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: But all I know is there's some beef brewing between a man called Tyrese right. and The Rock.
1: Who's Tyrese?
0: He's a guy who's in the other Fast and Furious films.
1: Hang on. How's he big enough to be one-named?
0: <laughs> I don't know. But there's a beef brewing between...
1: Or is he Tyrese, like Reese's Pieces? Like How Ty, are you spelling like, Thai in this Like Thai dollar sign.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Thai Reef. <laughs>
0: He's part of that crew. He's part of Thai. Oh, Dolla part of the Thai crew. crew.
1: <laughs> cool, 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 cool.
0: You know, like this ASAP mob where they're all ASAP. Yeah, yeah. It's the Thai crew.
1: Thai Rack. He kind of left the game early, set up his own shops, but he was good. He was like the. He really. He was kind of the um, the visionary uh, Thai rapper. Um, T.I. took it a weird way. They actually kicked him out. Because he he wouldn't pronounce it properly. and obviously Thailand, <laughs> he was pretty good as well. Um, um, just the big Thai crew. <laughs> I do not really talked about that much, which is a shame. Like in terms of your hip hop collectives,
0: I think they were more fundamentally important to hip hop than like Wu Tang Clan. But people don't really think about
1: people only Thai really thing. think about mostly think about the ties and the and the bow ties and stuff, don't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a shame. I mean, they're great ties. They're like exceptionally good ties. Some of the patterns in that shop are just great they're really good stuff and the value as well and what's great about them is they're just at train stations which is where i always need a tie <laughs> i don't know about you but i'm like ah, oh, i need a i'm at waterloo i need a tie don't worry tyrak one of his many franchises <laughs> is right here
0: Well some bow tie bow tie was the one he'd kind of sung on the choruses he was a little
1: kid <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he was a little, little, kid. Bow, tie. little <laughs> bow tie you remember a little bow tie <laughs> come on you remember a little bow tie
0: anyway so <laughs> so as you're we saying founding member of a uh, Thai crew Tyrese yeah. Yeah. has uh, as threatened that if
1: does The Rock know who he's dealing with here
0: <laughs> if he says it's he says for the next Fast Furious film it's either him or it's The Rock <laughs> <laughs> imagine imagine being that that's like that's why it's someone on the big. catering
1: staff saying that <laughs> if you bring back The Rock you're going to have to find someone else to make your sandwiches because yeah. I am out
0: look I could drive this car it's either me or Lewis Hamilton (laughs) which one are you going to pick pick wisely mate because you're going to lose one of us
1: oh I love it the balls on him (laughs) the apps the shit who is Tyrese
0: I mean he needs to get back to making hip hop that's what what everyone's saying
1: that's his bread and butter
0: Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener